This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the first episode of 2023 of Debbins On Demand. It's Chris Debbins, joined by Ariel, my fiance. Hello. Happy 2023. Yeah. Uh, so the last podcast episode we did, we were talking about the big winter storm that was heading into, at that point, mm-hmm. our region uh, of Rochester and Buffalo here in the Northeast. And so we just want to give an update about how that went. Um, we got really lucky, you and yeah. I. We really, really did. We ended up changing our plans a bit. We were going to head over to my parents who live in Buffalo in uh, on Christmas Eve and we ended up leaving the day prior. We both got up with like nervous energy. Mm-hmm. The nervous energy woke us up. Yeah, like five something. We talk a lot about how like anxiety has its downsides, but like at times anxiety can help you. Yeah. Well, yeah, cuz we literally made it to Buffalo 30 minutes before the driving ban started. Yeah. And the last 8 or so minutes of the drive were dicey. They were dicey. Like it was at the point where if that had been Earlier in the drive, we probably would have turned around and gone home. Definitely. But we were, at that point, if we turned around and went home, it would have been an hour home and it was eight minutes to your parents' house. Right. Through the dicing. Yes. We never then would have been able to spend the holiday with my parents. Um, Yeah. But the anxiety woke us up like 545 and we were just like, you know what? We're not sleeping. Yeah. Let's go. Um, So yeah, we got really, I mean, obviously like on, on a very serious note, like a lot of people had a really rough time. Yeah. Uh, in especially in in the Buffalo region, but my parents never lost power, which was mm-hmm. re- really fortunate. It's also fortunate on a on a less serious note that there were no arguments. There was there were six of us trapped in a house because once we got to my parents' house, my brother and his wife also arrived around the same time. It was like eight thirty that Friday morning, and my parents were there, of course, and we were stuck. Unable to leave, unable to to drive away for 72 hours. Yeah. Yeah. With like an uncertainty hanging over us of even when that would let up. So it wasn't like, I think it would be one thing if it was like, okay, we're all stuck inside for 72 hours and we know that and we know exactly like the start time and the end time and the plans within and the situation. But it was also like we were there in a crisis the lights were flickering, but like you said, we never lost power. So I'm very thankful for that. Sure. But there was a lot of uncertainty about like, are we going to lose power? Is this stew that's in the slow cooker going to be cooked? Or are we going to have to scramble to make dinner? Right. How long are we going to be stuck here? Like we ended up being able to leave Monday morning, but your cousins who live in different parts of Buffalo mm-hmm. were still with driving bands. Like oh, yeah. there was a lot of uncertainty. And I feel like that even more so like compounded upon being in a house together for 72 hours 
meant we were all individually a little on edge. Sure. But no one, yeah, there were no, it wasn't visible. There wasn't visible tension. I hope that my parents weren't uh, offended that we left within 30 minutes of the driving ban being lifted. It was left at, or lifted at 7 a.m. for our town. And we're like, and we're on the road. Uh, I don't think they were because no, it was still so. snowing. So if we hadn't left, who knows? We might have been stuck there forever. I was starting to get worried that like we were going to be there all week. Yeah. <clears throat> Thankfully, though, um, we didn't. Food wasn't an issue, and part of the reason it wasn't an issue is because my parents were going to host uh, the extended family mm-hmm. on um, on Christmas Eve. So they had like extended family quantity of food in the house, which we then just consumed as as yeah. us. But I also think we touched upon a few weeks ago around Thanksgiving about how if there ever were to be an apocalypse, we'd want to be stuck at either your parents' house or my parents' house. Oh my goodness, yes. And obviously I'm not saying that this blizzard was the apocalypse, but I do feel like, you know, it's a similar level of survival skills. Oh yeah. Like as we were also weighing the options of like going a day early, understanding we were driving into the blizzard, which in retrospect and like seeing the numbers of, you know, deaths and everything, which again, like- our hearts and you know, everything goes out to, to families who were affected way more than us sort of complaining about being stuck for three days. We got very lucky. We were so lucky, but as we were deciding what to do, Rochester didn't get the snow, but it got the wind and, and the power outages and everything. We were like, well, end of the day, our house is not really set up for days without power, Mm -hmm. but both of our parents is. Mm -hmm. So we might as well, pack our bags and go because if we're going to get stuck anywhere, it's got to be with one of our parents where they are literally set up to survive anything. I'm pretty sure. Is the ultimate test to whether or not you're compatible with your in-laws being stuck with them for 72 hours in a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. If you had any doubt on whether or not you get along with my parents. Yeah. Or brother or sister. Right. Or dog. Oh, yeah, their dog was there, too. Their dog was there. Oh, yeah, there were seven of us. Let's not discount Teddy, (laughs) the adorable dog of my brother and and my sister-in-law. I always wonder, should everyone have to do, like, a lock-in with their in-laws at some point uh, prior to getting married? Just to see, you know, is this going to be, is this going to work? What I'm hearing is that you want to get locked in with my parents now. I would have no problem with that. So much Because your mom, let's talk about this. Your mom... um, I don't know if she has as much food as my parents do, but she has. Oh, no, the, she does. Does she? Yeah. But she definitely. cases in the basement. It's like an entire Costco. Speaking of cases, she's got the wine. So much Your wine. Your mom basically has a, a curated wine cellar. She mm-hmm. is, she's curated her own winery yep. within the house, mm-hmm. especially Finger Lakes local wine. Not a bad place to be stuck. Yeah. At all. And she batch bakes challah. So oh, my there's God, so the, many frozen challahs. Oh, the bread. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It'd be fine. Wine yeah. and bread. What else does anyone need? Yeah. The other holiday uh, that, you know, just obviously passed for us, New Year's, is one that New Year's really has changed. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. 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 New Year's, New Year's like like Christmas, like Hanukkah, like a lot of uh, winter holidays for a lot of people. The past few years have been different and and blunted in, in many cases mm-hmm. because of, of COVID. And... So in my mind, this was this was the first year that we were going to do a big New Year's party again. Yeah, we tried to last year, and then Omicron was like, "Hold my beer." Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not doing that. Every single person you know has Omicron. Right. Exactly. Like literally, I think we were the only healthy people 
Yeah. Like we were fine. We still had this. We still had the party. It was yeah, just there, everyone. Just no one else was there. Everyone <laughs> else in our lives. Like, like my mom included. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Cause then I think we tried, we were like, okay, fine. Our friends can't come. We're going to pivot. We're just going to hang out right. with my mom, which would have been great. Which would have been fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, that Even morning she, she was had, like, I have COVID. Yeah. Right. Great. Exactly. So, awesome. so this year we were, you know, the, the winter storm had passed as well too, because you know, that destroyed Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but we were like, oh, we'll do, we'll do actually do the new year's party. And I think, we were just talking about this before we hopped on the air here that um, I think our minds in terms of that holiday were outdated. Yeah. Because the last time we were able to really do New Year's the way we wanted to was 2019 into 2020. Yep. And our friends have changed. Uh-huh. We, we've we've, we've changed. changed. I mean, and it's not in a bad way. This is not in a bad way. But we've changed less, I would say. Like, yeah. Like, I maybe want to go to bed earlier. But there's a lot of babies who are under the age of two. Oh, there's a lot of kids who were not in existence, yeah. who did not exist. Did not exist. Yeah. The last time, so the, and I can think of several of them who they now have children. The last time we had a big party like that for New Year's, they had just gotten married. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, and three years is a, a big time, a big mm-hmm. change, right? So there, there were less people available. Um, I keep a, a daily journal. And so I look back very often and I see like, what what was I thinking a year ago today, two years ago, three years ago? And weirdly, I had a better time uh, two years ago and last year doing like nothing and going to bed early than I did this year. When, like when I actually like stayed up and like was able to have a party. No offense to all of our friends who are listening. No, no, we no. We love you dearly. <laughs> I, think, I think a big part of it, like <laughs> we touch on this show a lot about how much you and I like going to bed early yeah. and like, you know, getting good night's sleep. And like two years ago, I remember, uh, you know, going into 2021, I remember listening to the fireworks at like 1145 mm-hmm. in bed. And I, I wrote down my journal. Perfect. It was perfect. And this year, what I wrote down was this might be the last time we have like a late night party. Yeah. Is what I actually wrote that down. I think I want to shift to like doing like a daytime thing. Is that I'm weird? I'm so into it now. I, what I, my idea that I, I'll share just with our, our, with everyone listening, the idea I shared with you that I want to do is, uh, is next year. What I, I want to have like a new year's around the world party. Mm-hmm. So like have people come over at like 1 PM and we'll celebrate new year's in whatever country is celebrating New Year's at that time and we'll have like themed appetizers and like cocktails. Yeah. And then we can all be in bed at a reasonable hour. I'm really into it. The kids like, can come, you know, yeah. the dogs can come and we can get our sleep. Yeah. That really fits us as people. It really does. Um, but if you had pitched that to me in probably 2019, I would be like, no. You would have called me a loser. You would have said, come on, buck up. Buck up, yeah. Drink a Red Bull. Yeah. I have, and like, there's nothing wrong with that, though, to change, like to no. adapt your holidays to what you actually enjoy. I saw uh, Betches, which is like a media company, mm-hmm. and I follow them on social media. And they posted something. It was like a video of like girls getting ready to go out, and it was like New Year's Eve in your 20s, and they're all like wearing their little like outfits that are absolutely not seasonably appropriate, and like right. taking shots, and like. You know, like someone can't find their ID and they're like, who cares? Like, we just got to go. And then it's like New Year's in your 30s and it's like a bunch of people in their pajamas with like glasses of wine. And I sent it to a lot of my friends. I was like, I've just never related to anything more. Because when I think back to like New Year's is especially like early 20s, maybe even before we were really 21, probably like I have these memories of like being at like my friends, like 
college, like off campus houses or like post college, like, you know, crappy apartments, sure. chugging bottles of champagne. Oh, yeah. Like cheap champagne, like Andre. A bottle per person. A bottle per a person. Thing. Sometimes multiple bottles per person. Not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> there would be like naps taken because you wouldn't go out sure. until like midnight, basically. Sure. And then like going out in like high heels and little skirts sure. in the middle of winter in Western New York. My goodness. Where inevitably someone, one year it was me, would fall and like sprain their ankle and mm. you were too drunk to even notice or care. Yeah. And then you'd be out until like three in the morning. Well, I think a big difference as well is your internal clock for sleep does does change as you age. Right. Now I wake up around 530. So being up until three sounds awful. Right. When we so I grew up in Buffalo where the bars close at 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. And so very often we would get together. We would meet up at somebody's house, meet up at midnight drink for like an hour or so before going to the bars right. at like one in the morning. And then, you know, you get home at like four or whenever. And that was what we did. But that, that didn't feel weird at the time because naturally I think when you're like late teens, early twenties, your body wants to be up late. So. And if it doesn't want to, you just drink caffeine just, all day right. long. Right. So like all, that just all seemed so much easier. So yeah, I, I, I am in full support of, of adjusting holidays as you adjust as a human being. Yeah. Something that you struggle to adjust with this time of year is the resolutioners, as oh, we call them. But you're going to say that sun setting so early. But. Oh, yeah. Well, at least it's on the, it's on the <laughs> wait, hold on. Well, let's talk about this. The sun's on the upward trend at this point. Let's celebrate every little win we can get. Oh. It is staying out longer. If you say so. Yeah. It's hard to know. Anyways, yeah, the resolutioners. At the gym. <laughs> I think I struggle with a lot this time of year. It's true. That's fair. We all struggle. We just struggle. <laughs> um, we should rename the podcast to We're Struggling or something like <laughs> The Struggle. The struggle is real. Yeah. Um, you with the with the gym, with you take a lot of like Pilates types classes, like you like group workouts, would you call them? Yeah. Right, group workouts. And there there's a lot, there's a big difference in the number of people attending this time of year. Right? Yeah. Because everyone's trying to be like, I'm going to get fit. Yeah. I'll go on my rant. Or really two rants. Okay. The first one is, I think resolutions in general are stupid. Having nothing to do with the fitness world. Just nothing to do with the fitness world. Why should an arbitrary date in the calendar all of a sudden make you decide to wake up and be a whole new you? It just never works. I'm big on the New Year same me philosophy. Um... I think I'm great mostly the way I am. I also think there's things that I could work on and change. And it's stupid to wait until January 1st to change those things. And I think the people who wait until January 1st to change those things often don't stick with the resolutions that they set. And then they become what I will dub the resolutioners at the gym, which okay. is how we started this conversation. <laughs> yes. Considering a lot of people have these crazy mm -hmm. fitness goals. It's got to give credit where credit's due. This year so far hasn't been as bad as other years I've experienced. Okay. I've been mostly going to like Pilates, bar, yoga classes where there's not like as much of a set number of people. So there's no crazy waiting list right now. The room is just more crowded and the people in the class who don't really know what they're doing aren't in each other's spaces. It's still more crowded. I'd rather there be less people. Does it actually impact your workout? That's what sort of what I'm saying. Not okay. so much. I mean, a little bit because like there's like, you don't want to whack someone, right? but we all bring our own mats. You're just like much closer, much closer quarters. Mm -hmm. I did kick the wall yesterday trying to like flip my, my 
downward dog because I was too close to it because there were too many people. But, okay. you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, it's not that big a deal. When I've really had issues with it was going back to when, like pre-pandemic, when I lived in Boston, I worked at a spin studio and I went like every day. But if you worked there and you wanted to ride on your shift or something like that, you couldn't sign up in advance. Mm-hmm. And in general, like you you could sign up in advance for classes that you just wanted to take, but the wait list would be insane. Like they were all just, cause there's only a set number of bikes. It's not like you can just squeeze extra people in there. Right, right, right. So then there's all these people who are all of a sudden like taking the spots of the regulars. And so if you want to go to a class, you can't make a last minute decision to go because there's people clogging it up. And then the other problem is when I used to go to like actual gyms and now we have a home gym set up. Mm-hmm. But when I had like either I went to Boston sports club or the JCC here, or like apartment gyms when I lived in apartment buildings. Those resolutioners really scare me or are annoying, one of the two, because you end up with all these people at the gym who don't know how to use the equipment on their own. Mm-hmm. And so PSA to anyone who's trying to get fit, actually, as much as it might be annoying if like people end up on the wait list who usually go, taking classes is a much better option or getting a trainer or something mm-hmm. like that, someone who can show you what to do because around this time of year, you end up seeing so many people injuring themselves because mm-hmm. they don't know how to use the weights. They don't know how to use the equipment. And maybe they are trying, but they're diving in too fast and they're just like lifting heavy things and picking them up and putting them down. We have a friend complaining about their his back recently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally Who because of that. He doesn't work out. And I think he yeah. made a resolution two weeks early. Right. And then I don't, I don't really know what happened. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Right. So that's a thing. And then you also just have the people who like don't know how to use the equipment but like want to pretend they're working out. So they just like hold it, which is my other issue. When you just see a group of girls sitting there hoarding the weights that you want, but like chit chatting and being on their phone. And I'm like, okay, showing up to the gym is not the same as working out. You have to actually do the workout. Right. Let me uh, allow me to interrupt my rant, defend resolutioners (laughs) for a second and potentially play a devil's advocate here. Um, I understand the frustration. Uh, I really do. Um, I do think that New Year's can be because you say why, why, why now? This is arbitrary time yeah. to make a resolution. I think New Year's can be a tool mm-hmm. to to self reflect, um, look in the mirror a bit and say these are some things that I want to change, and motivate people to then go out and tr- at least try and make those changes. And I know a high percentage of people bail on these resolutions by I think like the the date I remember looking at one point statistically was like February 7th by like February yeah. 7th like it's like 85% have like bailed on it which is but, actually weird because isn't three weeks not long enough time to like build a habit yeah um but I, I mean it's like 80 some percent by that day okay. or whatever like maybe 50% are already done today who knows <laughs> right um but some do stick with it some it's do true. and I think that is worth celebrating and if this if this arbitrary day can act as this motivating tool of, of self-reflection Then I think we should, we should applaud that. And I think these people's lives are better. I know I, I, I stopped making resolutions because I don't know. I just, I'm not into it. Uh, but I do find myself always this time of year, um, this weird calendar celebration, mm-hmm. you know, clear, really a clerical holiday. Oh, it's becoming a new number. Great. Um, just trying to think of like freshly, like, okay, like what, what do I want to do? with this year. Yeah. You know, it's arbitrary, but it can be helpful as like a mental, 
I mean, like we kind of do that with with the days. Like we think of like, what do I want to accomplish today? Yeah. You know, it's like a fresh day. Why don't you do that at 4 p.m.? Well, it's, I don't know, because we we think of the days as a cycle. The other thing, but I do hear you with with trying to find, you know, being, being packed in there, trying to find the right equipment. The one thing, though, I don't know if this is true or not, but I would bet that it probably is, is I bet some of your gyms and classes rely oh, on the resolution uh, to, to stay in business. Yes. No, 100%. They do these crazy discounts. Yeah. If you lock in your membership for a year, right around this time, and it's usually like the first month's free, but you've already signed this contract, and especially some of the bigger gyms make it impossible to cancel. Yeah. Literally, I think getting out of my Boston Sports Club gym membership was harder than getting out of like a lease in an apartment. It's like I signed my life away. Oh, yeah. They're very confusing, too. Yeah. Oh, very confusing. Yes. And they prey on the fact. They pray. Um on the fact that on January 1st, no one goes into it saying, I'm going to work out this year. This mm-hmm. is going to be my year right. for the next 14 days. This is going to be my next, this is going to be my two weeks. Right, right. So people sign these yeah. contracts right. and then for like a big gym like that or something like not picking on Boston Squares Club, I just, you know, went there like the, the bigger gyms, not the boutique fitness studios. Right, right, right. Um, they, if every single person you had like, those monthly memberships showed up at the same time. They would be like tenfold over capacity. So they 100% bank on the fact that a small percentage of the people who have a gym membership are going to use it regularly. Right. And a large percentage will probably not even use it at all. And that is literally the business model of gyms. It's like retail stores with Black Friday Mm -hmm. and the winter holiday season. Like they... That's why they call it Black Friday, right? Like they get, was it like out of the black or in the black? Yeah. Or I don't even know which, if, if it's good or bad to be in, <laughs> in the black. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, but like that's that's what like saves them. Yeah. Really, right? It's the same same concept. I think that the easy solution is, I think gyms uh, and classes like that should implement. If you've gone there for over a calendar year, you get kind of like a blue check mark next yes. to your. And right. And so you get like ultimate, like uh, almost like a, a fast pass. Yes. to like the machines or the classes or something to help you guys feel better, the the regulars, and to not discourage people who are trying to change their lives uh, and also who are, you know, helping them stay in business as well. Yeah, I, I really love that idea. Yeah. Um, MVPs or whatever, VIPs. VIP, VIP. get you a VIP pass. I want VIP a VIP pass. pass to the gym. Maybe I'll get you one. Okay. It won't, it won't work. It won't do not, anything. I was going to say, yeah. But maybe I'll get you like a little badge or like a ribbon, like an old school, like you won like a prize ribbon to just like wear on yourself. That's not going to be weird at all. Or like a printed out Twitter blue check mark to like put on you. That's Isn't not, that not even a thing anymore? It's on Instagram. I'll, get, okay. I'll put out an Instagram <laughs> blue check mark to put on you, put on your shirt. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh. I'm curious, if this happened to you and you lost your engagement ring in this way, or if, or if you're listening right now and you don't have an engagement ring, something small that you value a lot, mm-hmm. would you even want it back? Okay. Okay. So there's a woman in Florida. This is a story I just read about this morning. Mm-hmm. She she lost her engagement ring like 20 years ago after she flushed it accidentally down the toilet at her in-laws' house. Oh God, I'm glad I didn't do that over Christmas. That would have that would have been really tough. In. They really tried like 20 years ago to find it. Like they even like emptied out their septic tank. Like tried to find it, couldn't find it. Oof. But recently her in-laws had a plumber over and the plumber replaced the toilet and somehow it got lodged in there and the plumber found it. So oh. as a, as a holiday present, the, the, her in-laws got it cleaned and gave it back to her as a special Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. And the story, when I was reading like the vibe of the story is like, Oh, isn't that sweet? Isn't that lovely? Oh, yay. And I'm thinking I would not like that has been hanging out for two decades in a really less than appetizing place. Okay. Mm-hmm. A really gross place. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine, I could never look at that ring and not immediately think of, this has been in a toilet for 20 years. And not just any toilet, my in-law's toilet. Your in-law's toilet, right. Which, so would you want it back or no? Think honestly, the, the ring that you have on your finger that I gave you, you lose yeah. that in a toilet. 20 years from now, do you want it back? Don't I replace it? Sure, but that but you'll never have a ring that I gave you when That's I proposed true. to you That's ever true. again. And I'll never have this exact ring because it was custom. True. Um... Think long and hard about this. Actually, yeah, don't, don't think know. too long because people are listening. No, but I can just pause it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fast forward. All right, and, and cue 20 minutes uh, of silence. No, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can technically like clean the literal shit off, right? I'm sure it's clean. I'm sure it's like technically clean. But is it in your mind? Is the association ever clean? I don't know. I don't know if I can do it, but I'm weird about also like that kind of stuff. Well, I'm right. Just kinda like, I'm sorry? Yeah. Just like the heebie-jeebies. So basically be careful around that in the bathroom. Yeah. Because you don't want it back. Right. You don't want it back. Um, So many people lose their engagement. Didn't both of our dads lose their engagement rings? Yeah, but my, no, 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 engagement rings. Wedding Wedding rings. rings. I don't think my mom gave my dad an engagement ring, but my dad found his. I don't think you're. No. But they both lost them in, I believe, bodies of water. Yeah, like snorkeling. Yeah. the Well, I don't, it wasn't snorkeling for my dad, oh. but maybe for yours. The story with my dad, and my dad does listen to this podcast, so next week you may get a correction here because he might correct the story. But I, I believe he was with, um, he was at, it was a camping trip with the Boy Scouts. Mm. And oh, I were, have heard this story. Yes, and they were doing, maybe it was snorkeling, something in the water. And he lost his engagement ring at the bottom of the lake. Mm-hmm. and they they couldn't find it for the whole week. And so my dad went home with my brother. He was with my brother, um, with the Boy Scouts, went home. But apparently the the campground put this thing out for campers and for the other boys that were coming, basically saying, hey, we'll give you like a case of soda to whoever can find this. 
because you know sugar will motivate boys yep young boys uh and one of the kids found it and at the bottom of the lake and mailed it back to my dad yeah is that nuts that's a good story yeah. My parents were snorkeling on their honeymoon in New England and my dad lost his ring and oh. they think it got eaten by fish. Oh, on the honeymoon. On the honeymoon. Oh. Yeah, it didn't last very long. No. They've been married the, for the a marriage, lot of years though. The marriage has. The marriage has. So it yeah. turns out that, I don't know, superstitions about that clearly, they don't I don't matter. know, I don't buy into them. No, me either. Me either. Um, I don't recommend you lose your wedding ring on our honeymoon though. I'm going to try it. Do you think your dad was like, I'm going to lose this? No. <laughs> I, I highly doubt he did. I do want to mention really, really quickly here um, with, so we live, you know, in the, the, the Western New York area. Um, but the story about DeMar Hamlin, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Buffalo Bills safety who, you know, suffered cardiac arrest at the Bills game on Monday. Um, who knows what has happened when this podcast comes out. As of now, he's still in critical condition. But I just want to kind of, if, if someone is looking for a, a really good New Year's resolution, learn CPR. Mm. Because that can, I mean, the, the American Heart Association says if it's administered, you double or triple the chance of someone surviving. And not everyone is in a situation where there are ambulances and medical crews mm-hmm. around and it can literally save people's lives. I took a course a few years ago. Uh, it took me two hours yeah. to get certified. So here in Rochester, I know, I don't even think I had to pay for I, I had to pay like maybe like 10 bucks. I can't remember. Uh, so highly encourage if you are looking for something to do, you could save someone's life someday from some, because this kind of injury can happen to anybody. Yeah. Well, I think any that's- sport. Not just yeah. football. It was a, it was a scary thing to watch on TV, but I also think one of the things that's a little like almost scarier about this injury than a lot of the injuries we see on the field yeah. is a lot of times when players get injured, and usually it's not like this. They were saying there hadn't been something like this since like the seventies. Um, but like it's a little bit like okay, they are literally throwing themselves at the ground. True. Like I like watching football, but when I think too much about it, I'm like, what a st- stupid game for anyone to play or let their kids play or sign up to play or really it's so dangerous watch I, and love and i love the bills i said this to you the other day i love the bills and i love football more than any other sport yeah the part of football that i enjoy could still be accomplished by playing flag football oh yeah it's the strategy it's the plays it is not the Josh Allen thinking that he's on a trampoline, but, but he, hurling himself on the ground. True, although that is awesome. And he, but you could do that with flags. He could still hurdle people. <laughs> it is not. It is not the massive pile of crunching bones, yeah. which you and I joke all the time. Like that. There's like that sounded like a crunch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it should be sponsored by Doritos. You know, we do um, say that all the time. So Doritos, time. if you're listening, yeah, which I guess is, yeah, well. Doritos, yeah, big. Everyone at Doritos <laughs> listens Everyone to this podcast. Doritos. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I've heard so. But yeah, please, uh, it's not a bad, it's a very good skill, not just not a bad skill, great skill to learn. So highly yeah. encourage. Well, yeah. So what I was saying is usually it's like they, they kind of signed up for this thing where they're getting hurt. A violent sport. Yes. A they violent signed sport. Up for it. Sure. What but. happened this week, truly like to underline your point could happen to anyone. Like any it, sport. It wasn't a foot, like it was an injury that happened on the football field. Yeah. It wasn't a football injury. It like right. in the same way of of so many of the things that we see. It can so, happen playing catch in the backyard. 
Yeah. With, with if the if the football or baseball mm-hmm. hits you just the right way in the chest, it's terrifying. It's super and, terrifying. And so yeah. in those situations, if if you're playing catch with somebody and you know how to play do play do CPR, uh, yeah, that's I mean, yeah. don't don't think that you might not use it ever. You might not. Hopefully, you don't. But it's better to to know it. You yeah. know, and then you can sing that song, right? The like staying alive. Mm, ah, mm, ah. Mm. It really works when they say yeah. like you know if if you want to know how to time out the the chest presses, uh, use the the beat of the song "Staying yeah. Alive." It really like when I took the course, they said that. It's yeah, like they've told that I've taken CPR courses where they've said that too. Science. We always end with a random fact on Debbins on Demand. Uh, Seattle, the city, was originally called New York. That's confusing. When people settled in Seattle, uh, when they were in 1851, they were trying to figure out you know, what to name it. Uh, that that's what they named it in the 1850s, New York. But then they quickly changed it to Seattle after a Native American chief who had helped mm-hmm. uh, the city out. But we almost had Seattle as New York, and then New York would have been called Seattle. No. Unlikely. New York, new New York, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. The lack of creativity. Newer York. Newer York. The lack of creativity, and by the way, some of the names and places around America blows my mind. We can I could I could rant on that whole Especially in this area. Especially like, in New York State. Yeah. Anywhere, any think of any place on the planet, not any place, but so many places, and then do comma New York. There's a town named after that. Yeah. Mexico, New York, Amsterdam, New York. The uh there Egypt, is Egypt, New York. Egypt, New York. Uh, Greece, New York is really close to Rochester. Mm-hmm. New York is a, a you know. Yeah. Is, oh, I saw it, something about New Denmark the other day and I was like, where is that? It's just, there's an infinite number of things that you can yeah. you can name. And blee blah. I just invented a new word. Why did we have to do new something? Anyway, yeah. Anyways. Or, anyways. Uh, on that note. <laughs> on, that, on that note. Have a great night. Uh, another Debbins on Demand for you here next week, Thursday. Talk to you later. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.